0: Today is Tuesday, May 23rd, 2017, episode 193 of The Hot Box. I'm Matt Lee. Joining me today, we have Brendan Fitzpatrick, founder of Fade Space. They make American bangers for your dabbing needs. And we discuss uh, just a little bit about the company and the whole Chinese banger versus American banger debate. Uh, and you'll find a full review once that's published of the head to head with the Fade Space banger versus a chinese jacketed banger so uh thanks for listening and enjoy the show hey brendan it's matt hey
1: matt how you doing? hey what's up man
0: so you're uh the founder of fade space and you guys sell american-made courts uh you want to start us off by just kind of telling us how you got into that and like what fade space is all about
1: yeah please um <laughs> where to start uh so uh yep I'm, I'm brendan brendan fitzpatrick is my name i'm uh I'm a Cape Cod native, uh, here in Massachusetts. Um, fade space is my second cannabis industry startup. Uh, the first of which, uh, my first project was, uh, was in the electric nail space and it was actually uh, a private equity funded venture that, uh, I, I conceived this, uh, this, the device in the year 2014 and, uh, I managed to get the business model funded. Um, and, uh, after, uh, after that, that ended, um, i uh i was you know sitting with uh our co founder uh the co-founder of fade space our good friend sam brody um i was sitting with him on his couch on july first of twenty fifteen uh after selling out of my first company uh and uh yeah, i had this uh I had this idea for uh for a next generation herb grinder actually was uh was how fade space was uh was conceived it was not in the in the courts or dabbing space so um I had this idea for a one hand operated herb grinder on July 1st of 2015 that, uh, you know, Sam added to, and, uh, it was like the perfect marriage. The idea was born. And then I spent the next three months talking him into it. <laughs> huh. That's so, how
0: that thing, those things go. It seems like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, uh, uh, yeah, so he's, uh, Sam himself is an entrepreneur. He's in the, you know, like, a. He's a full stack developer. He's in the web marketing and website development uh, realm of business. And, uh, you know, he and I have been friends for a long time for about 11 years now. And, uh, you know, it was just kind of uh, the timing was right. So uh, so we had this idea for, uh, for this one hand operated fully mechanical herb grinder that we call The Grind. And uh, over the course of, you know, a year and a half or so, we went really hard on the, uh, on the grinder. Um, you know we recruited, recruited a bunch of different professionals, uh, engineers, industrial designers, and all kinds of people. We're uh, we're a bootstrap sweat equity startup. Uh, we have no funding, uh, or at, that, at least at that stage, we didn't have any funding. Um, and for the first, you know, first few months we were developing our grinder technology uh, pretty readily. And, um, you know, you know, classic uh, startup struggles, you know, you know, people are working part time, and people are working for equity, and uh, you know, everyone has their own life outside of the project. And you know, people we come and go, and you know, it's a startup; you churn through people. So uh, after about a year and a half of, uh, I'm just trying to give you the abbreviated version. Yeah, here. no, this is um, this is perfect. Uh, great. Uh, after about a year and a half of working on our grinder and a few other embodiments of the grinder, um, you know, we we you know, we pretty quickly, uh, you know realized or or pretty abruptly realized rather that um you know we need to uh we need to you know we need to we need some revenue you know we need to do something that's that's scalable and accessible right now because uh you know i pretty much worked myself to the bone and to the edge of absolute economic disaster uh you know pushing you know pushing the ball uh you know on something that is still not being produced this is you know our grinder so um yeah, you know, we had uh we had some ideas um for we had some ideas for the production of what we call the mobile rig, what we're calling the mobile rig right now. It's our smartphone looking water pipe, which is, you know, a, a, a rectangular water pipe uh, vessel that is encased in a machined uh, aluminum or stainless steel or you know other type of metal uh frame that's a protective frame that actually houses a a shock absorption interface between the glass and the, uh, and the aluminum. So uh, the idea is to create a virtually indestructible wire pipe. Uh, I'm a skateboarder. uh, Always have always, always been a skater, snowboarder, you know, that type of thing. And uh, you know, bringing glass with you on these ventures is typically, you know, very difficult. It's the worst. So, I um, I had a yeah, a, a pair lot of my, car sorry, keys
0: in my pocket. I had car keys in my pocket snowboarding once and like I ate a little shit and I can't even imagine bringing glass with you. <laughs> like that just seems yeah. like a terrible idea.
1: Yeah, no good. <laughs> no, definitely no good. So, you know, uh, you know, we we started chasing after the mobile rig. Um this last October, October of 2016, uh, I conceived the the mobile rig in uh, uh, in the summer of 2016, and um, you know I had to I had to push it I had to push it pretty hard on our company members, you know like oh we need to change gears guys you know we need to do something else you know let's, let's do something that's scalable right now so um, so we started talking to some local uh, local scientific glass blowers here in Massachusetts and uh, we found a shop that. Uh, that we've been working with ever since uh, that was more than excited to, you know, get into this industry and help us, you know, these are guys who've never been pipe makers. Um, They, uh, but they have a distinct interest in gaining some exposure to this marketplace. Um, You know, uh, these are guys who have worked in the pharmaceutical and semiconductor, you know, lab, you know, laboratory glass fields uh, for, you know, 41 and 42 years, respectively, you know, they ain't no, ain't no glass kids. (laughs) So um so we uh we met we met our glass blowers and uh we started working on the mobile rig devices and uh well that you know that went along for a few months and we, you know, ran into hurdles with that project. You know, no no research and development effort is uh is easy no matter how simple uh, certain parts of it are or may appear to be. And um, you know, we uh we then kinda had to backburner the mobile rig uh this uh this December. Um, at which point we, you know, obviously we knew about the hype, uh, surrounding the, uh, the thermal P banger. And we, you know, as a group of, uh, individuals that, uh, understand, uh, you know, the physics, uh, behind these, um, you know, these activities, uh, you know, and dabbing and everything, you know, related to it, uh. We, you know, we saw, we saw an opportunity. Um, you know, we'd already, you know, we'd gotten our feet wet with glass, uh, for a few months at that point. And, um, you know, our glass blowers are as master, you know, scientific glass blowers, uh, they actually work predominantly with fused quartz, which, uh, you know, we said, hey, you know, we should, um, you know, we should, uh, we should go after this. So, uh, that said, um, you know, we, we started, uh, conceiving, uh, you know, some differentiations. Uh, of the, you know, what is, you know, known as, you know, the kind of, you know, classic thermal banger design. The jacketed banger. You know, and going into,
0: what was that? Uh, We call them jacketed bangers, just so we're not like saying any one brand over another. It's like when you talk about the clear, like distillate, we call it distillate because the clear is like a brand of distillate. And if you call it all the clear, then they get all that brand recognition for free. I don't know. It's a weird thing, but uh, yeah, jacketed bangers, thermal peas.
1: Sure that makes sense. Um, uh, I, uh, thank you for that. I, uh, I, 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 uh, I get it. I get it now. Um, so yeah, so, you know, we started, uh, you know, we started exploring different, uh, you know, different uh, methodologies and different uh, designs of Jacketed bangers, uh, myself and our engineers. Uh, you know, we had a you know, real big powwow and we sat down and just kind of dissected, you know, the, the pros and cons of, uh, you know, different pieces of quartz, different designs that we came up with, uh, you know, uh trying to really differentiate ourselves from other people in the marketplace that were more or less just knocking off the design. You know, that's something that's something, you know, well I've never wanted to do or you know, none of us have wanted to do. You know, we really tried, you know, very hard to to differentiate ourselves, both in terms of aesthetics and functional improvement. And that's kind of, you know, been my MO uh, you know, even outside of this industry, you know, just in, um, you know, uh, any type of product development or device, uh, you know, development, research and development in the science and tech, uh, area. So, um, you know, we try to, we try to bring a really, um, you know, pragmatic and kind of, uh, you know, no nonsense approach, uh, to, to, you know, to the work that we do. And, um, you know, we, uh, we we sat down with our glass blowers and we you know we said you know we want to we want to make these so uh, starting in January we uh, we bought some quartz we bought some fused quartz materials and um, you know with about four hundred dollars worth of quartz we managed to make some bangers that were uh, good or were good enough and uh, we sold them and we turned it into more quartz and we got great feedback. And then a couple more people bought our bangers and then, you know, uh, all of a sudden people are telling us we are making the best banger ever. Love it. You know, people love our stuff over this and that. And the other company, you know, I don't want to name brand other brands, you know, you know, talk badly about anybody. I have nothing bad to say For sure. about other, other companies. Um, that's but, uh, really cool yeah, though cuz that's that's, that's kind of how really you see, see the back.
0: the evolution of um, this sort of thing like back I mean they haven't been around for all that long in the Scheme of like industry so you look at where nails started as like an actual nail looking thing that you would like pound Mm -hmm. into a piece of wood you know like and then the globe and then the the dishes and the the domeless stuff and like I feel like the thermal P those guys hit on a really good design and it's a design that's been used in extraction industry as far as jacketed columns and all that sort of stuff like it's a really good way to do that but I feel like then they stalled there but all of these other uh, like all of the China places, they all got that design. And rather than doing like what you guys are saying is improving on this design and seeing what else we can do with it. Cause it is, it's all thermodynamics. Yep. It's science. So if we get some exactly. science people, not just some like dab boys out there, like looking at this and, and trying it and seeing how can we best maximize this process? Like you will exactly. start to see all these other designs. The J red knot is a, a great example like that. He yep. came out with that. It's it's totally different from any of the other designs at that time, and it works really well for what it is. And you and know,
1: still it still works really well to this day. Knots are knots are very efficient pieces of dabbing equipment they're a, really good
0: a lot of courts goes into that though definitely <laughs>
1: they're uh, yep, they're yep. also
0: quite spendy and uh, that kind of leads us into the you were saying everyone like they love your banger i love your banger it works really well but i think my gripe and shared with a lot of other people on the internet is that they are kind of expensive um you were yep. saying we appreciate the american-made stuff and everything as as i do but we can't afford those price points all the time. And uh, we were trying no. to kind of put them next to one of the like China jacketed bangers and see like, is it quality or is it the name or is it because it's made in America? Like we're trying to kind of see where that price increase is. And granted, you yeah. know China just mass produces junk and, it does take a lot of like digging to find a good place in China to get good bangers. We've gone through a ton of garbage ones before we found these jacketed ones. And we finally found some and they work well. So that's kind of what we've stuck with as far as, you know, your friends come over and they want to, you know, mess around with the torch and they're going to mess up a nice banger. So there's no way you're going to let them use your, your, you know, 180 or $220 nice fade space banger. You're going to give them a China one to go burn out, you know?
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, one thing I will say about, uh, our bangers is, uh, uh, and it's interesting having, having seen quite a bit of this, you know, uh, you know, people being hesitant about like, Oh, like be really careful with the courts and, you know, you know, stuff like that. Well, it is really important to take good care of your courts. Um, with really high quality material, like uh, the, you know, what we're using, we use, uh, Amer- all American Momentive, uh, is the name of the company, uh, formerly GE, but now Momentive is like the hard materials division of GE. They produce all their fused quartz and other things. GE bought the company, uh, some number of years ago, but, um, uh, Momentive fused quartz, uh, you know, 99, nine, uh, semiconductor grade fused quartz, uh, is actually extremely resilient when compared to lesser grades of material, and you can actually pretty reliably torch clean, uh, some of the bangers, you know, you, you definitely don't want to get your piece red hot or scorching red hot. That is a sure as hell way to, uh, to more rapidly deteriorate the, the device. But, um, ultimately I think, you know, uh, uh, for anyone that does, uh, go ahead and pull the trigger on, you know, uh, whether they buy one of our bangers or you know uh, a JP uh, JP Toro banger, which are you know in our opinion some of the best bangers on the market, uh, the, the JP you know JP Toro's core reactor is a great banger. Uh, you know it's a great example of a of a of a fantastic design that's completely differentiated, but operating with you know actual scientific principle behind it. Uh, you know having that core. In the center, increases the surface area substantially, increases the thermal mass of the device, mm-hmm. and it, it looks to me actually like they might even be sealing a, pl- a, ri- a, a plate on the rim of the banger to actually uh, 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 diminish some of the thermal radiation that exits. Uh, right. it's going to reflect it back down. Uh, you know,
0: that's that's To really the cool. uh,
1: you know to the length of the uh, of the quartz tube. Um, you know, most of the energy is radiated vertically, right. uh, you know, uh, along the Z axis, if you will, of, uh, of the piece of quartz. So, uh, sorry, I'm kind of uh, bouncing all over here. Um, but you know, yeah, with, uh, with really quality material, um, you, you have, uh, a device that is, you know, that is, uh, substantially more resilient to abuse. Um, uh, it, it is much, much less likely to chaz. uh, uh, as quickly as other, you know, other pieces of quartz uh, with the proper care. Um, you know, some people, you know, don't even clean their bangers up or Q-tip or whatever, or they don't do, you know, a, a great job of it. But, uh, for anyone that like really stringently, uh, cares for their banger, um, you'll see a lifespan of many, many months. Out of uh, out of our pieces of quartz, or out of uh, other other American companies' uh, pieces of quartz that do have high price points.
0: Absolutely, and um, we should we should mention you know, that the whole chaz thing, like all that's from, is either you're taking your dab too hot, in which case any of the lipids, fats, waxes, anything like that that's in the dab that you're taking, if it's not uh, winterized distillate, it still has all that stuff in it. That stuff burns; it doesn't vaporize; like it burns. Correct. And that black stuff is. Seeing is carbon. It's it's just carbon buildup. And so the more dabs Correct. you take, the hotter dabs you take without cleaning it out in between every time. Like that builds yeah. up. And the more it builds up, the hotter it gets when you do torch clean it. So if you don't torch clean it every time, like after every dab, you gotta wipe it out, hit it with the torch a little bit, let that ring run up, yep. and then wipe that again. Otherwise you'll start to see that dark carbon buildup. And it, you can do this with all of your bangers. And And it will make the the life of them last a lot longer. You can also take a $400, you know, giant American quartz banger and burn the shit out of it and completely ruin it. Like, it's all in how you take care of it. And people, I don't think... I don't think they grasp that as far as uh, the materials that go into it. There is a difference there. I think the ones that we found are pretty on par with the, the courts that you guys are using, which is why I wanted to kind of put them head to head because I do take care of them so I can make these last. Like We've done, I think, 15 dabs out of each, and they both look exactly the same still they're they're nice and clean so it's a lot of it i mean you can get a lamborghini and you can like run it into a wall (laughs) because you don't know how you're how to drive it and there it goes like it's not the car's fault it's the user's fault
1: correct correct so you know i think you know that said uh you you do make a fair point about um about the material being uh you know uh you know very similar i mean you know we're talking about in some cases uh you know, and I can't speak to, you know, what, you know, what grade of material, uh, the Chinese company uses to make their bangers. But, um, uh, one thing that is, uh, an, un, uh, unmitigable factor, I don't even know if that's a word. Um, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, in essence, uh, the fused quartz that is employed by, uh, us and other companies using high-quality semiconductor-grade material, Uh, that quartz that Momentive produces, it comes from the Spruce Pine Mine in North Carolina, which is uh, a giant, giant complex. It's a huge facility. And um, the silica sands there at Spruce Pine are the most chemically pure silica sands known to man in the world. Uh, And, you know, they're not necessarily the most, it's not necessarily the most pure deposit in the world, but in terms of what we've discovered right. uh, through various prospecting, uh, that seems to be the the number one defining thing, is that the material is, you know, the, the raw material that they're starting with before even producing the, the, the drawn quartz tubing is uh, chemically more pure than what is obtainable in other places in the world. Now that could just be hearsay. Um, you know, I uh, I can't attest to attest to anything like that. Uh, the only quantitative uh, data that's available supporting that is material certification that uh, we and you know other companies uh, have that you get you know when you buy your material from. Uh, you know from your supplier right and you uh, mentioned
0: that with, you guys uh, have the certificate I, I would like to include that in the review if you can send that just so that we can show sorry, everybody. You, out there. you mentioned you guys had those and I, I was going to ask if I could include that in my review just I don't think a lot of people have ever seen what a certificate for the uh, courts looks like and then I was curious you keep saying fused courts and that's I'm not familiar with that term I don't think a lot of our readers or listeners would be either is that different than just like when people think of regular quartz, or what does fused quartz
1: mean? No, no, it's it's all fused quartz. Okay. And uh actually the terminology quartz quartz is a uh is essentially a uh a colloquialism. Uh what we are using is not it's not actually quartz. It's uh it's fused silica. Um fused quartz quartz uh, is the terminology that is employed because of the silica, pur- the silicate purity. Okay. Uh, if you look, if you find quartz crystals in nature that are very pure, um, you know, there's quartz. Uh, it, 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 we refer to to, to crystallized, uh, what's known as cristobalite uh, quartz in nature is the, is crystallized fused silica. What we're using is amorphous fused silica. Uh, the difference being an amorphous body doesn't have a crystalline structure it's not crystallized so that's part of uh that's part of the reason why it has such a low thermal conductivity and such a low uh coefficient of thermal expansion um you know stuff like that interesting Sorry, I kind of uh, de- derailed there a little no bit. that's that's really cool um,
0: I'm, I'm a science nerd so I, I really like that stuff
1: yeah me too man i'm uh i'm i'm a i'm a super science nerd uh always have been i'm actually uh my experience is uh is in the ceramics world. Uh I'm a potter. Okay oh, cool. uh I've been a pot I've been a potter for about fifteen years now. And the bulk of my uh material science and uh you know, thermodynamic and physics uh understanding comes from that education. I'm actually a high school dropout um and I'm 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 almost entirely self educated uh in the realm of sciences uh and physics. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a great passion for, uh, for, for science, uh, you know, for, for creating, uh, you know, different devices and, you know, trying to employ, you know, a real, you know, solid understanding of physics uh, into, you know, the, the, you know, the design of our, of our devices, both from the ability to provide consumers with a safe product. That's, you know, that's probably my number one. I, I care a lot. I care about giving people something that's safe to medicate with. Um, uh, secondly, I care about function. Uh, function is extremely important to me. As a potter, uh, I've made things that people use for many, many years. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, everything from my own water pipes made out of clay to, uh, you know, to drinking mugs and plates and this and that. Um, you know, so I try to, uh, I, I really try to, to put a lot of, Real hard science behind everything we do here at Fade Space, and that's you know it's kind of our angle, it's kind of our brand is that you know we're a group of artists and engineers and uh, all kinds of science nerds who all really like to get stoned, and uh, we all have a passion for making devices. So um, that's awesome. You know, I'm uh, I'm you know I'm I'm glad uh, I'm glad to to hear that uh, that you're a kindred spirit.
0: Yeah, um, most definitely. Because, uh, I uh, I I've a huge fan of the the form and function uh, in in this this functional glass art world that we find ourselves immersed in. It's a, it's an interesting yes. spot. There's also I've noticed like in the cannabis industry as a whole coming from the extraction background like there's a lot of ego in it and there's a lot of ego in the growing of it and there's a lot of ego in the glass game and they're all very sensitive egos. So when somebody has like a new product it the first the first, uh, the first thing people want to do is like hate on it because it's like another product or oh it's it's yep. more than this product and so and I've, I've definitely been that guy also but I, I try to use this platform as like a way to be like okay well why is it like that like let's put them yes. together with what you're doing does your oil leave a gross skid mark in my nail and this oil doesn't then okay like let's let's let people know that you know like it's it's not science if you're not writing it down and, and sharing it with people. So, where where does all of that extra cost come from? You mentioned earlier that the uh, you have a team, uh, they're all well paid as far as being scientific glass blowers and everything. Is this like startup mode trying to recoup costs because you guys are new and that will eventually come down or where what's the plan of that?
1: No, it's um, you know, it's actually uh, well at present because we work with uh, you know, independent glass blowers. who, you know, we don't have our own facility. Um, we hope to someday. Um, but, you know, this is uh, it's really it's really a function of trying to uh, keep our glass blowers happy and in doing that, be able to, uh, you know, to actually to eat, to, to, to have the company uh, exist. Um, for a little while, we were wholesaling our products. Uh, for, you know, our, 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 you know, our thermal bangers, we were trying to wholesale them for, you know, 90 to hundred dollars. And we very quickly discovered, oh, if we keep doing this, we'll go out of business because there's not enough meat on the bone for us at that type of uh, wholesale structure to actually, uh, you know, exist as a company. Um, you know, our, our glass blowers get paid, uh, pretty, pretty handsomely. Um, And it's, you know, part of that is a function of ultimately just, you know, their time, Um, you know, what they need to, what they need to make to actually be able to, you know, make our bangers, Um, you know, otherwise uh, there's just, there's no incentive uh, or not just no incentive, but it just doesn't make sense for them to, you know, to make the pieces Uh, for a really long time. uh, We were paying a little bit less, uh, we were pricing our quartz at you know one hundred and sixty dollars for a thermal banger, and uh, you know it it kind of came to a head in March where we had to have a big sit down with our glass blowers, and they said you know you need to pay us more because you know this isn't this doesn't make sense for us. Um, when you, you, know, you guys are competing,
0: have, have, are you're competing with other scientific glass companies like Bucci and? Uh, Chemtech, I mean, any of those companies could be hiring out the glassblowers that you're using and they can afford to pay them much more because they're huge multinational companies and everything. So I can can definitely feel your pain as far as trying to get good workers that are passionate about what they're doing, first of all, and will do it at a wage that everyone uh, can survive on.
1: Well, exactly. And that's the thing, you know, it really, it has to, like anything in business, it has to be a win-win for everybody. Um, otherwise it's, it's not worthwhile. And, you know, when, when you're talking about something where, uh, you know, you have uh, $30 worth of raw material being employed in the creation of, of a device that if you, you know, if you fuck up, well, 30 bucks in the hole. Right. So, you know, it goes to go down the drain. So, uh, you know, so part of, uh, part of the cost that, you know, that you know our bangers uh, possess is founded in the fact that to come out with you know however many good ones you have to throw away quite a few um, you know you, you know so it's not necessarily uh, we're not trying to you know uh, have you know a high ticket item to recoup costs because we're a startup uh, it's really a function of whether or not we can actually exist um, you know it's uh, it's you know, it's, it's a combination of things. Um, is there a large you
0: know, uh, board of, uh, like, uh, investors that are all kind of anxiously wanting their, their money back or is, is it just you guys or how is how is that, that stuff structured? If you can talk about
1: it. No, um, we, we don't have a board of investors or anything like that. Uh, I personally, I'm the, uh, I'm the majority uh, owner of the company. Uh, I own, I own more than half the company. Um, we do have a singular investor. Uh, I won't, I won't disclose, you know, his name sure, or you sure. know anything like that. Um, but we, we have one investor who is a recent, uh, a recent addition to the team. You know, we don't have a ton of capital, um, you know, uh, but, uh, it was enough to get us through, uh, a big growth stage here in the last few months. And, um, you know, ultimately it's just a function of, you know, being able to, you know, uh, you know, being able to continue to, Pay our glass blowers, to pay me. You know, I, I work. I work damn near you know hundred hours a week for probably four dollars an hour. You know, I pay myself four hundred bucks a week, man. That's the CEO <laughs> dream, I though. <laughs> I um, feel
0: you. I do the same you know, thing. And, I don't know why we do it. It's because we love it.
1: <laughs> it's because we love it exactly. exactly. No, no rational, no rational human would subject themselves no. to <laughs> what I've subjected myself to over the for last few sure. years building Facebook <laughs> because you know, you come across so, so many challenges that it's, you know, whether it's financial, you know, personal financial challenges or, you know, hitting dead end after dead end after dead end with, you know, different uh, avenues of research and development into different products and losing money and, you know, losing money, losing time, uh, frustration. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's not easy. Um, and, you know, our glassblowers, uh, you know, they, uh, they seriously, they bled, for this project. Like the rest of us, uh, we have a, we have a great team of very passionate people that poured blood, sweat and tears into our courts and into our other, uh, into our other products that are, you know, on the back burner, you know, kind of, you know, coming along, uh, behind the courts here. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting situation because, We've been talking since January. How do you make the $80 high quality American banger?
0: I think and in my in my, my research, the only way that I've seen it done is with a very small, like literally a husband and wife, Team and the, the wife runs all of the books and the website and all the sales, everything like that. The husband makes the, the bangers. That's exactly that's the one example that I've seen in that price point as far as American made uh, courts. Everything else, like uh, the, the earlier ones I came across uh, when I was first getting into this, was like the Joel Halen stuff. Uh, his were like right around, I think, 110 to 160, depending on which version and style. Courts uh, Castle. Yep. I'm not sure I wasn't that into the whole courts thing when I got into them. So I'm not sure where their courts comes from, but I know those uh, were made in Seattle and they were very uh, low priced. Um, but again, those there's not much to them. They're very, I mean, they work, but it's a very light, small piece of courts compared to like a, a large XL or double XL banger.
1: Yes. And, you know, um, you know, I think, I think, you know, it's, uh, like you just said, you know, you have uh, smaller operations that are mom-and-pop shops, so to speak, who, you know, have lower overhead. They have their own equipment. They have, you know, you know, they're they don't have, you know, they don't have to, you know, pay out to, you know, however many other people, uh, you know, off of the sale of their devices. You know, I think uh, in the future, what we're hoping to do is to, uh, you know, get a commercial space where we're working on uh, you know, a couple of different leads for a commercial space here in the next, uh, in the next month or so. And, you know, part of the idea is that we can get a space that is both, uh, industrial and regular commercial zone where we can have our offices in addition to, you know, having our, you know, uh, our little glass production facility. Nice. And, you know, the, 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 key to, the key to dropping the prices is, uh, is vertical, vertical integration. Right. It's pretty much the, the only way that you can cut costs. Um, cause you know, once you have your own facility where you're hiring glass blowers to work for you, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that becomes, uh, more accessible. Uh, do you think, and you know, I, I don't want
0: I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but do you think uh, that this this whole thing it's it's almost like I, in my experience it's like this bubble that there was a lot of uh, people that made a lot of quick money in medical, uh, and then when Rex switched over, uh, at least in in the Washington market, uh, and they they made this bubble of sorts, like they were buying glass, they were helping f- uh, these these glass like continue to do what they're doing and all of that money got put into this and then the bangers and everything and I feel like we're almost to a point now where people are like feeling the end of all of that money that they made or maybe they're not making as much as they were because the industry is kind of settling into its own now and and, and some people because of that are kind of like oh these, these are still expensive why aren't they going down in price like everything else and I don't know we kind of saw that in the tech thing too when, when everyone had all this money and they were buying stupid and stupid things, and then it stopped, and everyone was trying to sell all their stupid, stupid things, and it, it kind of seems like a small version of that. And I'm, I'm kind of curious, you coming from the uh, entrepreneurial uh, p- point of view, what, what you think about that?
1: Yeah, well, i uh, i would I would be inclined to agree to some extent that there is a little bit of a bubble here in uh, in the courts thing. Um, I think. Um, I think in the last six months, there's, you know, as you've seen, I'm sure, and as I'm sure plenty of your, you know, readers and listeners have seen, um, there is uh, a large number now, a large number of companies that have sprung up uh, trying to, you know, take advantage of the climate in the courts marketplace. Um, part of, uh, Part of the bubble, uh, that we're referring to, I think, I think it has to do with the fact that um, you know the market may be a little saturated. Everyone has gone totally crazy on trying to you know make a thermal banger, whether it's in China or in the United States. Um, and I do think there are some people who who you know were in this for quick money. Um, we we intend to continue to differentiate. Uh, our designs. It's actually something we're uh, we're working on at present. Is the the next embodiment of our quartz banger, and um, you know, I think I think for as long as people continue to innovate and create new products that function better than their predecessors, we will still see a healthy quartz marketplace in the United States for American American made stuff.
0: Nice.
1: Um, yeah, you know, I uh, I think you know, I've heard you know from certain industry people's out here. Uh, I know someone who is a very successful businessman. Um, he is, he believes that people will be dabbing on courts for the next hundred years. Um, while I'm inclined to disagree with that a little bit, because I think there will be new materials employed, uh, very effectively in the, you know, in the dabbing marketplace. Um, Yeah. You know, um, there's some there's some validity to that uh just because from a you know general cost and workability manufacturability standpoint um fused quartz really is really is one of the uh the the best materials you could ever use to dab um you know and i have quite you know uh, solid understanding. Uh, I'm not a material scientist or anything like that, but I do have a very good understanding of hard materials, uh, most hard materials and their, you know, their properties, their, their material properties, um, and how those properties relate to, uh, what we're trying to do, mm-hmm. uh, when we, uh, when we take a dab and, uh, yeah, fused quartz is, Used quartz is here to
0: stay. Everyone I've for a while. everyone I've seen that started out with either titanium, usually because that's what comes with like your emails and everything, or uh, ceramic. Yep. Even <laughs> they've all switched to quartz. I maybe know two people that still love their titanium. I don't know why I think it may be off gassed and gave them something in their brain, but, uh, they, they seem yep. to really enjoy it, which is, that's cool to each their own for sure. Uh, the ceramic, I was always afraid of inhaling dust, like particles of it because I, I tipped one over once and a bunch of like ceramic kind of flaked off. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to use that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Well, that's definitely a product of shoddy manufacturing. For sure. Um, you know, uh, uh, be, having my background in ceramics, um, I can say, you know, to an absolute certainty that well-made, well-made aluminum oxide, uh, which is what, you know, the hive ceramic, high ceramic nails are made of aluminum oxide. Uh, though I can't, I can't attest to uh, where they're produced or mm-hmm. the quality of the material, but very, you know, top tier American made aluminum oxide is a extremely inexpensive B completely totally chemically inert it's a it's a completely vitreous surface uh, when when you know when manufactured correctly uh, these objects are fired in you know in furnaces to you know several thousand degrees fahrenheit right. to fuse them together um, you know these this is the same material that we make all kinds of uh, uh, biocompatible uh, implants with people we make hip replacements and knee replacements all kinds of things out of aluminum oxide and a number of other uh you know very you know, very uh very dense uh chemically inert ceramics. Um and I'm glad you mentioned that because while I do think quartz is here to stay, um one thing that our company is working on right now is uh some banger inserts that can you know turn any banger into you know single cup banger into uh something with a more, you know, a jacketed type of uh, functionality. Uh, and we're doing this out of some very, very high quality material, uh, ceramic material that is uh, employed in the industry by a couple of other players. Um, and it hasn't been proliferated uh, that much, but it's actually one of the best materials to dab on. Uh, this is uh, this is silicon carbide as it were known. Hmm. And silicon carbide is a very, very interesting material. Um, it is a uh, super super high density ceramic that is employed in everything from again biocompatible implants to uh, vehicular and personnel body armor oh, wow. uh we make we yep we make for, uh, shell we make kiln shelves out of silicon carbide you know for furnaces we make kiln furniture out of silicon carbide uh, the, the the breadth of application that the material possesses is uh, is quite quite significant and so this uh, it, is it's kind of a wonder wonder material
0: this is different than the aluminum oxide version or the the aluminum version of, of ceramic that we were talking about earlier
1: extremely entirely different, okay uh, uh chemically and otherwise right, right um, okay so sil- silicon carbide uh possesses an extremely high thermal conductivity so like for example the thermal conductivity of fused quartz uh is very low. like one and a half watts per meter Kelvin, watts per meter per degree Kelvin, as it were known. Uh, silicon carbide has a thermal conductivity of over 120 watts per meter Kelvin. So, and what that means for anyone who doesn't understand uh, what I'm talking about here in terms of thermal conductivity is the material's ability to move heat through itself or into other objects by physical contact, you know, actually touching it. Um, so, uh, in an application where you are putting stuff to be vaporized into contact with another material, you can see how the material that transfers heat much more rapidly than some of these other materials could have certain advantages, and it definitely has disadvantages as well. But uh, to, to touch a little more on that and the science of uh, you know the science of this, uh, one of the main factors in uh, you know, uh, heat transfer uh, in you know in this realm with the operating temperatures we're talking about is actually thermal radiation. Uh, conduction is not that big of a player at the you know operating temperatures you know we're, we're you know we're dabbing at. Um, you know, especially for materials like silicon carbide or like fused quartz that have uh, what's known as uh, a very high uh, emissivity coefficient. Um, The emissivity coefficient of a material is its ability to absorb and radiate energy. Um, So in the case of fused quartz, fused quartz has an emissivity coefficient of approximately 0.93, which is very high at the scale that goes from zero to one. Uh, zero being a perfect white body and one being a perfect black body, a black body radiator. Mm -hmm. Like the sun is essentially a perfect black body radiator. Uh, so fused quartz has an extremely high emissivity coefficient, meaning at the temperatures we're operating, actually the bulk majority of heat transfer is through radiation, not through physical conduction. Uh, in the case of silicon carbides being a black dense, material silicon carbide probably uh you know don't quote me on this but i'm pretty sure with my understanding uh silicon carbide has a, a a slightly higher emissivity coefficient than fused quartz so uh theoretically silicon carbide moves oh not just theoretically i mean factually silicon carbide moves heat better than fused quartz does so there are certainly some applications uh, in this space, which we are, uh, we are beginning to explore. We're going to have our, our first silicon carbide banger inserts available, uh, probably in the next two weeks. Uh, the first, uh, first, you know, small number of pieces, um, they're all made right here in the United States. Um, we're very, very excited about it, but, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be done in this space. There's, there's so, so much, uh that that can be uh, you know worked with in terms of material and con you know different concepts I mean the uh, the thermal P banger um, I think is really was the tip of the iceberg it really mm-hmm. kind of uh, it uh, it really con- it started something um, at least for us because um, you know there's just there's so so much opportunity that isn't being taken advantage of right now uh, it's it's kind of crazy to me Do you, Um, do do you have anything,
0: do do you have, like, I I get what they did, but it seems like the way they're keeping up with the demand is handled very poorly, or is that the whole point, the whole, like, planned scarcity uh, thing, and then we'll do a lottery and and see where it goes?
1: I, uh, obviously, I can't speak for them.
0: Right, but from a Um, business standpoint, like, from you watching this is...
1: I think there's some. I think there's maybe some element of planned scarcity. Uh, I also think that they were, uh, you know, and still are. I mean, just insanely popular. And there's a lot of hype surrounding uh, that banger still. Um, you know, I think. Um, I don't know, it's hard to say. Uh, maybe a little, a little bit of both. I think. I think. Um, you know, it's it's hard to speculate about someone's intentions when you know you you create uh, you know, uh, uh, um, you know I, what I think is a multi-million dollar market a whole
0: niche uh, and, <laughs> that's yeah
1: and then you know and not and not do everything in your power to satisfy the demand or try to satisfy the demand um Yeah, I can't, uh, you know, I can't, I can't say. Um, Yeah. It just seems like
0: from a, a writer's standpoint watching this that you can do that for so long. Like Google did it with the Gmail beta invites and you saw those going on eBay for a few hundred bucks, I think. And then they let more people have them and then everyone had them. I think if if the longer you hold that out the more haters you're going to get because you're going to you're going to start getting them riled up they're like all right why why can't we all have one now like and and, and people get mad about that when they see something that they can't have they they really want it e- even if it's something they don't even they didn't even know they wanted like that you here look at this it's shiny Nope, sorry we only made one you can't have it um, I just feel you like know, if they keep that going well, for a certain amount of time it will backfire on them eventually.
1: I I don't know. I I uh I think I think you're probably right. And um I I do uh I do know uh I have heard uh, quite a few uh pieces of anecdotal evidence, uh people saying that they, you know, spent their money on a thermal tea and got on a wait list, uh-huh. never received one, haven't gotten their money back stuff like that um again this is you know anecdotal for sure Uh, i can't you know i can't verify anything like that but um you know it's uh it's you know uh it's a very you know in demand product uh even you know we we struggled to uh to meet demand uh for for a little while over the spring um as we were you know kind of getting our, our wits about us and uh you know we definitely um you know, missed some sales and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's not, you know, it's not an easy thing to do. You know,
0: business is Uh, hard.
1: You know, working with fused courts is, uh, it's a pretty niche skill set. You know, people, uh, people who are, who are good at it. Um, you know, they're few and far between. Um,
0: I think a lot of these but, uh, companies too, just like they were, they were just making their art and then it got bigger than them. And you know, like I said, business is hard. It's not just, you know, doing some auctions on Instagram. There is a whole world that you have to hire people to deal with. If you're not ready to deal with it. And a lot of people in the cannabis industry are learning that the hard way. Cause there's a lot of, uh, if you're going to do it legitimately, uh, there's a lot of permits and licensing and, and things that you have to have done properly. And if, if you're not able to handle that sort of like paperwork kind of workload, like you have to get someone to help you with it. Otherwise, yeah, you're going to, you're going to just float off into the ether.
1: Yeah. It's um you know, it's uh you gotta, you gotta, you know, you really got to stay on top of it. Um, you know, uh, one thing I will say is we have noted a, a decrease in, um, in inquiries for our fuse courts. You know, we still, we still sell, uh, we still sell courts weekly. Um, you know, uh, we haven't had a bunk, we haven't had a bunk week yet, but, um, you know, uh, I think the marketplace is starting to experience some saturation in addition to, uh, the fact that, um, I think people have too many options. Uh, there are so many options all of a sudden for, uh, you know, a uh, quality, you know, American thermal banger. Um, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, you, what do they say? You know, you don't, they say you don't want to give, you know, you don't want to give consumers too many choices because, you know, then you, you kind of like, oh, uh, this or this Yeah. And then thing? they get
0: frustrated and then they don't get anything. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know. I I can get this one for 180 bucks. I can get this one for 220 bucks. I can get this for, you know, know, what's the difference? Which is better? Then they Google it and they read, they
0: read all these reviews (laughs) and then they're on Instagram and it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a crazy thing. Definitely.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, I think, uh, over time here, uh, you know, we're going to see, we're going to see some people, uh, you know, stand out or continue to stand out, uh, in the marketplace and, you know, People who have you know lesser quality devices will you know will fade off and you know people who can't handle demand and people who can't you know you know do the you know do all you know all the stuff you need to do to operate you know a successful brand yeah you know especially one that is trying to you know actually service a large number of consumers um sensitive can't be a two person team. Uh, and handle you know an influx of you know thousands of people's business it's uh it's it's you know it's very very difficult to maintain that yeah. which is you know something that we that we found you know very very quickly uh, granted fade space is a is a good sized startup we've got about eight members um, you know operating in different capacities uh, some people are here on a almost strictly advisory basis. And then there are people who are here who, you know, put in a lot of work. Um, but, uh, you know, we, uh, we started, we started getting overwhelmed, uh, around 420. uh, kind of reached critical mass to some extent. And, um, you know, we, uh, we put out a, an ad on our Instagram, look, you know, Hey, Boston area people, you know, we need this and this and that, and we want you because, because we need it. We need help. <laughs> so um you know we're uh, we're in the process of trying to mitigate you know some of the some of the challenges that come along with creating a device that has you know a lot of demand behind it and um you know That's cool. Yeah, it's been it's been, a, it's, been a, it's been a crazy journey, great learning experience. Um, I'll say I feel, too. I've I feel very, I've, very,
0: I've reviewed uh, quite a few of these and I do the airflow on yours it is very nice some of them like i was saying on my live feed they have where the welds go together they have kind of a more pinched uh weld not as pretty yep. and as clean as yours and that i've noticed constricts the airflow quite a bit uh so yeah as as far as the the banger goes like it, it is great i'm excited to see what you guys come up with next it's just i i hope that eventually it can it can come down in price a little bit to where everyone can still eat but it can get out into more hands and i mean i, I get it uh, not I'm, everything I'm is right
1: there with you 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 we, we we are in firm agreement on that because you know uh a two hundred dollar banger, or even a hundred, you know, one hundred and eighty dollar banger, one hundred fifty dollar banger, it's not accessible for ninety nine percent of people. It's
0: not right. And I appreciate you not having. I've seen a lot of the attitude, like from the extractors, that are like, "Oh, if you can't afford it, it's not meant for you." And like, I get that Lamborghinis not meant for me. Maybe I'll go rent one one day or something. But it's not meant for me, I guess. But in this community, like you in if the people that own lamborghinis like they don't hang out with the rest of us but in this weed community like everyone is together so you have like the people with the ten thousand dollar glass pieces and the four hundred dollar bangers on the same feed as the people with the china glass and the china bangers and so they they're almost not forced to interact but like you see it more and that gives you that uh well, now I do want it because I see it and I can't have it, and and then it perpetuates that whole uh, thing, which is I feel like that's why some of this is as rabid as it is. You know, it's we're all thrown together on this this internet thing, as as opposed to just being having some of the people, you know, up in their, their gated communities, and then the rest of us, you know, running around in the mud.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, there is definitely an element of of hype. Generated by the yeah you you can't you can't have this and it makes people go you know, well yeah I can I I can get that <laughs> you know uh, yeah the the influencer influencer thing is you know as you know I'm sure is huge in this it's it's you know it's uh you know a handful of people uh, can you know can can really uh, decide you know whether or not something is good. Very cool. And, you know, can, can, you know, make or break a product.
0: I think um, that's why people really like our stuff because you do see a lot of that, and everyone says everything is good. But, like, when we get something and it's not good, like, we will definitely tell you. And we've stopped getting things from companies because of that. Like, they didn't like our review on something, and they were like, Well, why didn't you say it was good? Or, like, because it wasn't. <laughs> like, we're not, that's not how we roll. Like, we're not going to lie to our, our readers and our listeners like that just because of your product, you know? That's not how this works.
1: No, no. Well, I, uh, I do very much appreciate your, your honesty and, uh, no nonsense attitude. As I said in my message to you last night, uh, I, I, you know, very much like to be challenged, uh, you know, in a, in a way where I can, you know, really engage with people about, you know, what makes our products, what they are and, you know, what, where the expense, you know, goes into, you know, it's uh and to touch on that a little bit more, because I feel like I kind of digressed and derailed. It's a, (laughs) <laughs> it's a it's a, it's a it's a constant struggle.
0: it's a lot of information <laughs> uh,
1: but but um you know i think uh regarding regarding you know the the high ticket price um it's uh you know, we're in a position we're in a position right now where it's actually difficult for us to even provide I mean, we can't provide shops keystone pricing um meaning you know half of fifty percent of of retail which is what a lot of shops expect to get on uh on on you know, all kinds of products. Um, you know, and not just in this industry. Lots of retail shops get keystone pricing. That's, you know, that's how, that's how retail uh, sales are structured in this country. And, you know, um, if we didn't sell to shops and we did direct sales strictly, then, well, then we could drop our prices. But when you have to keep shops happy, and you have to, you know, be able to provide them with product to sell, and also be able to enjoy some higher profitability on devices that are, you know, you know, you know we are we're putting the energy and all the work and money and everything into, produ- you know, it's making these things. You know, uh, there, you know, there's there's a balance there that has to be maintained. But with that maintaining that balance, we can't compete with the shops that we sell our product to. So, uh, you know. So that's you know that's another you know reason why you know you you know you're looking at a higher ticket price from us on you know direct direct sales or from a shop is because we need to we need to have it priced as such that you know again yeah everyone can eat that we're not you know we're not competing with shops that are carrying our stuff and there yeah there has to be enough you know yeah enough being on the for everybody man
0: yeah we saw that with Microsoft
1: fundamentally where really the the real defining factor of that is. The glass blowers.
0: Yeah. And we, yeah, we saw that uh, with Microsoft when they released uh, some of their hardware. They also had manufacturers like Asus and everything using their <laughs> OS and releasing hardware. And they almost pissed them all off by cannibalizing their own market in a way. So I, I can definitely see that you don't want to compete with the people selling your own goods. And the, that's happening here in, in Eugene where I'm at. There's a lot of glass shops that are getting angry at the glass blowers for selling their stuff on Instagram instagram because they're saying you know yeah. you're taking away from us if you're going to do that then we're just not going to whole we're not going to buy your stuff wholesale anymore then if you want to just exactly. blow glass and sell it then go do it and some of them do that and they do it well others are like holy shit this is so much more work dealing with people and making the product it's almost not worth it you know
1: yeah you know um you know there's a. Uh you know, there's, there's, you know, pros and cons to, to direct sales and to wholesale. Um, you know, uh, wholesale is great when, you know, okay, you don't have to do the legwork. You know, yep. someone else is handling that for you. Someone else is being the storefront. Um, you know, somebody else is you know, essentially mar- working on, you know, marketing the product, at least the stomach,
0: paying for a building uh, and all that. There's a lot of overhead that goes in, into having an actual brick and mortar store, you know,
1: exactly. And, you know, uh, at the end of the day, you know, these people, uh, you know, the shop owners are, you know, they're holding, they're holding the buck on, you know, all of these different products that they're buying. So if, you know, so, you know, if there isn't enough meat on the bone for them, uh, it's not viable for them to carry the product because if they miss, if they miss on one thing, at least they can recover on this product or that product. And, you know, as we know, this is a very subjective, very volatile marketplace that, you know, you know, it can change you know change in an instant. Yeah. Um. You know the, the next cool thing can completely disrupt everything else. Uh. At least you know within you know independent little niches like courts Yeah. Which is you know something we hope to do. We hope to to be disruptive. Uh. In the space.
0: That's we cool. We man. Can be. I'm definitely looking um, forward doing. to like what you guys uh, come out with next. I always like watching these things over time as they evolve and innovations happen and things get piggybacked and bootstrapped and all that fun stuff i uh, definitely will will keep in touch and all that uh on online and and everything and if i have any quartz questions you sound i know you said you're not a geologist or a material scientist but very knowledgeable i definitely
1: appreciate that thank you i uh i you know i i put a lot of time into into my self education um you know uh i uh i struggled for a really really long time uh you know financially uh you know professionally Um, you know, uh, not having a college degree prevented me from getting a bunch of different jobs. I, I probably could, you know, could have had in terms of, you know, my actual abilities. And, you know, so I put, I just, you know, I put a lot of time into, you know, self-education and research of, you know, uh, you know, all the different materials that I employed in my ceramics career. And, uh, you know, it. It just kind of you know, blossomed into uh, into into faith Space into what this is now. Um, it's it's been a, it's been a crazy journey, but I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate your kind words and um, you know uh, recognition of, of my knowledge. Uh, if there's anything in life that you know I've tried to you know, I've tried to, to attain uh, over anything else is uh, is knowledge and understanding. Um, that's, that's my, that's my, that's my, my big thing. That's what gets me off. That's is, definitely you know, key. Knowing, sure. knowing how things work.
0: And if you, if you need any, uh, oil or, uh, extract knowledge, definitely feel free to hit me up. I'm, I'm definitely happy to, to lend a, a hand.
1: I appreciate that very much. I'm definitely not an extraction artist. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not very versed in that realm. I've, uh, I've, I've been, I've been on the, uh, on the customer side of things for a very long time.
0: Nice. I, I, <laughs> I ran a lab for a bit. So, um, um, definitely when you guys come out with new designs, like I'll help R and D if, if you have something you want to know if it works. I have, uh, lots of different kinds of material winterized shatter stable non-stable all that stuff and i did notice a lot of it reacts differently in in the different shapes and and stuff like that so definitely happy to, well, to that's, lend uh, a hand. That's,
1: a, that's an interesting interesting thing i know we don't want to go for too long here um but if you have a few more minutes you know I'm, i i I'm, I'm happy to i'm happy to give you as much as you'd like man yeah uh, absolutely yeah keep, keep keep it going i'm i you know this is uh this is my job it's my job to you know be the face of the company and uh, continue to develop relationships and, you know, promote our brand and push us and, you know, talk about what we do. So, um, That's awesome. you know, that said, I'm, I'm really glad it's a great segue. Yeah. I'm really glad you mentioned the, the difference in reaction in terms of the type of material you're putting into the nail. Um, now, you know, if we're talking about distillate, distillate vaporizes at a way lower temperature than a lot of other stuff. Yep because it's very pure. And what does THC do? Well, it vaporizes at 312 degrees Fahrenheit. So, and that's, uh, as we know, at the lower end of the spectrum in terms of the different cannabinoids uh, that, you know, may constitute uh, one extract versus another. Right. uh, You know, and so you have a substantially, you know, much less, uh, you know, multi-solution distillation that's going on. You know, like uh, the Volcano vaporizer, for example. Stores and Bickle, they came up with, the ripe number of 356 degrees Fahrenheit, right? That's because that's the premium temperature for getting the range of cannabinoids from THC all the way up into some of the terpenes that don't vaporize until upper 300, 360, 70, 80, 90 degrees Fahrenheit. You know what's funny though?
0: That's, that's going to be different than in Denver. Just because of the altitude difference, so if they send those machines Correct. there, might be a little Correct. hot. Might be.
1: <laughs> you you are absolutely right. There are factors outside of the material and outside of the nail that are you know environmental uh, and not environmental, like you know is the wind blowing or do you have a fan on in your room or you know whatever. But the actual altitude and the yep. air pressure, you know, it's these are these are huge things. So what's really interesting is. And you say that another great segue in Denver, because you're at a higher altitude and a lower pressure, it's more difficult to reduce the pressure inside the head of the nail. When you carb it, right. You can't reduce the pressure as much because the ambient air pressure is a little less. Right. Which is very interesting. Like here, here in, uh, you know, in Massachusetts, I'm at sea level right now. So, I can when I cap my nail reduce the pressure substantially more Vacuum. than you could fa- at, you know 5 7000 feet you know altitude whatever it is uh what's Denver about a mile high yep
0: 5280 yeah. so they say
1: 5000 so they say yeah it's um it's uh it's very interesting you know I I love examining all the all the different factors that uh that go into this and uh you know I hope that I hope that someday, you know, we can, um, you know, we can put a little, a little more, uh, science and quantitative analysis behind, uh, you know, behind, uh, you know, dabbing and, uh, you know, some of these, these phenomena, uh, that, you know, are occurring or things, you know, uh, that we're employing, like, you know, when we put a carb cap on the nail to reduce the air pressure inside and, um, you know, it'd be, it'd be fun to, you know, get a team of, uh, engineers to you know out to colorado and have them do some experiments with actual you know equipment that can you know measure these things and then do the same experiment at you know a uh, sea level here in massachusetts to do it you know somewhere else and actually start to try to map some of these you know uh you know data points
0: yeah uh, you could to create really get a you know zones. get a good idea of uh,
1: you know what's going on you, you, you can know, make I, those uh, into I like love i love Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was
0: just going to say, you can make those into zones and have specific style caps depending on the elevation of the zone that you live in. I mean, you could get really nerdy with all that data. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you see that, man. It's like, yeah, you could get like, you could get really tech with, you know, yeah. with your DAB methodology. You That's know, cool. The size of the, the hole, the size of the hole, uh, you know, in your carb cap is basically what it comes down to. Um, you know, real compared to the size of the hole in your banger and then, well, There's certain things that can't be factored, like the lungs that are on the other end of the the pitch
0: and the yaw and the lungs. Yep, (laughs) that's awesome. Yep, good good science. And this is, I mean, we're we're trying to tell people to write things down that have been told that it's dangerous to write things down for decades and decades just because of the, the prohibition and everything. So I, it is yep. cool to see that it is starting to happen, but it, it is kind of, it, it's hit and miss as far as uh, you know, who's, who's able to, to actually write it down and, and, and conduct the science. I mean, we only have a handful of states that are wreck and still federally illegal in 2017. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, it's it's a little ridiculous, and you know, it's uh, that's another great segue, Matt. Is uh, in terms of you know our you know our stance and you know how we you know try to operate our company in this day and age of you know gray legality between state and Fed is uh you know we're uh you know we're we're a group of you know again artists and engineers predominantly very science. Uh, oriented people that are very deliberate. And, and we, you know, we, we try to measure, uh, you know, each little, you know, each little change we make, you know, to our devices and, uh, you know, actually put some research and development into this. And, you know, it's, uh, there is some risk to it. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, we've been, we've been pretty cavalier uh, in terms of our stance on the products we make, what they're for, you know, uh, you know, people say, you know, oh, this is, you know, whatever, you know, the classic uh, for tobacco use only.
0: Aromatherapy. You
1: know, we, we, yeah, aromatherapy. <laughs> we, you know, we don't, we don't make aromatherapy products. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: you know, we're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to, to, to hide behind anything. Um, you know, in this space, which is, you know, it's definitely interesting. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, how things play out on the, uh, on the federal level. You know, in the next, you know, in the next few years here, uh, especially with the current administration and how, you know, so, you know, some of the things they've been saying lately. And it's kind of like, you know, give me a break, dude. Or, you know, you think they're actually going to bust up, you know, millions and millions of dollars in tax revenue? I don't think so. No, no. I don't think so. I, I think it would be foolhardy of them to do to do that. And also, you know, the pushback that I believe would be, you know, experienced that the feds would experience if you know, oh, if they sure. were to try to crack down on legitimate businesses operating within the laws of their state, it would be huge. I can't imagine that the state governments would take it very lightly if you know, if the federal government were to, you know, to come in and start busting up you know, legal, legal revenues. No, and these
0: people that started uh, these legitimate recreational businesses, they've put in like their life savings. I mean, not all of them, but a, a lot of them have put in pretty much yeah. everything they had to give this a shot and hope that, that it works. And yeah, that I, I yeah. can't see them doing that. And if they did, they would have a serious uh, revolt, I think is the word revolt. They would have a big e- revolt. Yeah.
1: I think a revolt would be, Rebellion. would be the correct uh, terminology.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think. I that. mean,
1: I, I personally, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you and them, man. I have put everything into Fade Space. That I, I mean, literally every ounce of energy that I can muster, I have put into this company, and I have sacrificed so, so, so much personally to to get this to the stage where it is now, which is, you know, you know, it, it you know pays me a a little paycheck enough for me to eat and you know help my family eat, man. And you know, that's not the type of thing that I'm I'm willing to give up for pretty much anything. Yeah,
0: we're no all way. definitely there with you for sure. That's that's our lives, man. They can't they can't keep screwing with it. I come from Montana and watched them go back and forth with their medical uh, there before I moved to Washington. Oh geez, and it was geez. just a mess. I mean, a lot of my friends it's that had like they started yeah, these businesses and it just they're like, wait, we can't now. And then a couple of them got raided and it's like, holy shit, you guys, this is so out of control.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I am, you know, regularly questioning the motives of, you know, of our government. And, um, you know, I think, I think uh, most of the showboating by the new Sessions justice department um, or, you know, whatever law you know, isn't just, I don't, I don't know. Uh, the, Empire. This, you know, this flexing going on where they're saying, you know, they're going to start in, introducing mandatory minimum stuff like that. Again, they are absolutely protecting two things. Privatized prisons and pharmaceutical revenue. Yep. Because as we know, cannabis, cannabis will disrupt trillions of dollars. Trillions. In and multiple the, uh, industries. The federal government tells you that the black market for cannabis in the United States is $80 billion annually. And that's so, it's so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much bigger. So it's much, so much bigger. Um, I speculate that it's in it's in the upper hundreds of billions, if not surpassing a trillion dollars anyway. It has to be. Right?
0: Yeah. Everybody smokes, whether they admit it or not. Not everybody, but the majority but of people smoke.
1: So many people. Yeah, More people sure. than than don't. I mean, every yeah. everyone, especially in our generation. Yeah. Um, you know, but not even just our you know, my parents' generation. You know, my, my dad gets stoned, dude. Yep. You know, my dad's 60, you know, my dad's 60, you know, he gets stoned, uh, a very good friend of mine the other day. He, uh, he's, he, he's, uh, been friends with him for 15 years. He, uh, he says to me, he says, because we're, uh, you know, we've been mobile, rig- our mobile rig and some other products, our grinder have been, you know, backseat while we're trying to just, you know, uh, you know, get some revenues going on the, you know, the courts thing, uh, he's pushing me to, to, to get going on our other product. You know, you have to do the mobile rig, dude, you have to do it. You've got to get it done. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. And he says to me this, he says, this is pretty, it was profound. He says, Brendan, everyone and their grandma from Massachusetts, and Maine, California, everyone and their grandma is growing weed in their garden. this, summer yeah <laughs> and that, and it kind of hit me and I went wow Pat dude you're right and I was like dude you know why cause nowadays grandma is my mom yep. grandma is your mom everyone and their grandma is growing weed in their garden this summer
0: that's epic summer <laughs> love all over again
1: uh they, uh, I, I really hope I really hope everyone of their grandma does grow weed In their garden this summer Because if they do You can't stop the population Nope What are you going to do? What are you going to do?
0: They'll Start have to move
1: Millions of citizens? Yeah <laughs> right
0: It's not going to happen <laughs> I think I that'll like push that it, that'll push it over and hopefully federally that will change. So then like actual okay. research and 50 statewide, you know, markets can, can be gotten to.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, really, that's what I'm waiting for is for the, 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 the big shift with the federal government. Um, I, I think we will see it happen very suddenly. I think there's going to be a big powwow one of these days behind closed doors and the powers that be are going to say, okay, it's time to take a more pragmatic approach to this. (laughs) You have uh, a large group of middle-class people that are, you know, or were disillusioned with a pale neoliberal administration. Um, And, you know, when, when you have disillusionment with a pale neoliberal administration that lacks any true, um, you know, merit or had, you really know, <laughs> doesn't bring anything to the table and you insert the, you know, the, the, the groomed, you know, candidate into the election. Obviously people are going to slam the Trump button, you know, what do you,
0: yeah. <laughs> A friend of mine what, told what me people? that the people get the the leader they deserve in a in a democracy and the more that I'm I, I look at this sort of stuff the more that that totally makes sense like you, they they deserve that shit I guess <laughs> I don't know it's sad cuz it, we have to deal with it too but you know that's why we live where we do I suppose
1: but, Yeah right, you know uh you know uh I, I don't know if it's necessarily what you deserve, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to, uh, uh, it's hard to say, man. I think, you know, I, you know, I think obviously we live in a very diverse country. Uh, it's more diverse than people want to recognize. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, uh, you know, and you, you have people from all walks of life, all across the board voting for that man, you know, you know who I voted for? I'll tell you, know, unless some people don't want to talk, don't like to talk about politics. don't want to talk about who they voted for. So that, I voted for stoner and weld, man. That's awesome. Stoner and weld. <laughs> that's who I, <laughs> that's it. who I went for. Cause you know, they wanted to legalize cannabis. What do you think, Matt? Anything else you'd like to, uh, you'd like to cover? No, I talk think about? That, um,
0: that covers it
1: perfectly. Great. Well, Matt, thank you very much. I'm so happy to, uh, to have connected with you and I really appreciate the opportunity for the interview. Cool. Uh, everyone here at Fade Space is super stoked to uh you know get some press and uh we love it man thank you very much thanks for you know and thank you for challenging us you know yeah, our, our knowledge and everything like that in the public space you know That's good. it's uh you know it's important you need you need to have accountability I I appreciate it very cool. much thanks thank Brandon
0: you. bye you've just been listening to an interview with Brandon Fitzpatrick founder of Fade Space you can find them online at fadespace.com for everything else Hotbox related, check us out online, hotbox.earth, hotboxpodcast.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Jam Hole and on Twitter, Hotbox Podcast.